Hello and welcome to the program, UFO Warning. In this episode, we're looking at the 1803 Japanese USO. That's correct, the 1803 Japanese USO. They were calling this a USO because this was a craft that washed up on the beach. It's often also referred to as a UFO because a lot of folks figure that it came here from somewhere else. It must have been flying at one point. We don't really know. But I found this article on historicmysteries.com. I thought it was pretty good. The title says, The Story of Itsurabune, a 19th century Japanese UFO by Pippin Demiri. It begins by saying, Most stories of UFO encounters come from a single source. Either an individual or a small group of people witness something they cannot describe and come away from what they, at least, are convinced is an extraterrestrial encounter. However, throughout history, there are occasional accounts of encounters with apparent aliens, which are much more wide, widely attested. Of course, I find these accounts actually a lot more interesting when you have a UFO with the alien. And as you can imagine, there's even more debunkers that come out of the closet when these sorts of stories make the rounds. It says one such is the story of the Itsurabune, the hollow ship of Japan. Several stories of a hollow ship washing ashore on the shoreline of a town in Hitachi province, which is today's Ibaraki prefecture, surfaced in the early 19th century Japan. As per the accounts, the craft was solidly built and had transparent windows. An attractive young woman came from the interior of the craft and approached the onlookers, but she was unable to speak Japanese, and the people eventually helped her return to her vessel, which then departed. So remember this you have this craft, it was built like nothing they'd ever seen before. Uh, it's floating there in the water, so it's obviously, it's buoyant. And I find it interesting that it has these transparent windows they described. That would have had to have been really rare in, in 1803. They've opened this craft somehow, or she's opened it, and out steps is what they describe as this beautiful woman, but she's unable to communicate with them. It goes on and says, several Kawa Robin block printing and newspapers from 19th century tell quite similar versions of the legend. And then they list the three main uh, reports of this from 1825, 1835, and 1844, which all took place after the fact, but in the same basic time frame. It says the descriptions are extremely specific, even down to the young woman's attire. She was carrying a white box and wearing velvet leggings. Some believe her saucer-shaped boat was a UFO, calling it it's Surabune, or hollow ship. Now, it, I find it strange that she would be wearing leggings. I mean, this is 1803 Japan. From all the images that I've seen, and from what I know in Japan, most women would have been wearing dresses at that time. It says, some pointing to, some pointing to Japan's cultural isolation at this point conclude that it, was a, that it was simply a European ship and a European woman who arrived on Hitachi Beach, possibly a spy. I don't want to be mean here, but that explanation to me sounds idiotic. I mean, we all know that at this time, in 1803, Japan had a system of enforced isolation. Uh, if you happened to wash up on the shore of Japan, you were going to be spending some time in prison. You weren't allowed to be there. And so there would be no reason for anyone in their right mind to want to go there. I think it maybe did happen once or twice, but not a good plan. Uh 
it also makes sense that the people were suspicious. I mean, the, the way they describe how this, they handled the situation, because that's what you would expect these poor fishermen to do in a situation where they knew that they were not allowed to interact with foreigners. Now it goes on, it says, others refused to accept that a mere foreigner would lead to the published descriptions and believe it was a goddess and even an alien. Well, just looking at this, if this was a spy, wouldn't you have at least sent somebody there who could speak Japanese, who could speak the language? So I had to put this in the unexplained category. The story starts on February 22nd, 1803. Local fishermen on the Haridori Beach in Hitachi region were working on their nets when they witnessed what they described as a ship drifting on the waves. Of course, and you can see some of these uh, illustrations of it. This thing is kind of saucer-shaped, almost clam-shaped, where you have the saucer top and then kind of a deeper bottom to it. It's got the strange writing on the side of the craft, and we see this happen so many times in these UFO reports where people get a close look at the craft that they have this strange, almost hieroglyphic writing on the sides of it. And also, I'm fascinated by the portholes that shows a square a square uh, opening in the craft and then two round portholes, one at the very top and one at the side. It says, as a shift closer, they could see it was not large, and they were able to haul the craft back to shore. Once beached, they described it as 3.3 meters, that'd be 10.8 feet, and tall, and 5.5 meters, or 18 feet wide. So you're looking at about 11 feet in height and about 18 feet in wide, kind of a almost a roundy shape. It says the upper part appeared to be made of red-coated rosewood, and the lower part was covered with brazen plates. Several windows on the upper part were made of glass or crystal, covered with bars, and were clogged with some kind of tree resin. Now, of course, they're describing it in terms that they understood, but it looks like this thing was made out of some sort of metal, some sort of composite material. We don't know, but it's interesting that, you know, how else could they describe it, but in, but in terms that they understood. It says the inside of the Itsuro Brune was painted with inscriptions written in an unknown language, and the hollow craft was described as looking like a kako, a traditional Japanese incense burner, or a wooden rice pit. Two bed sheets, a bottle filled with several liters of water, some cake, and some beef were among the goods discovered by the fishermen. So there again, we don't know for sure if this is exactly what those things were or if this is how they interpreted them. But I also find it interesting that there was an inscription on the inside and the outside of this craft, apparently, because if you watch, if you look at the uh, engravings of this craft, there is obviously inscription on the outside of the craft, and then from the fishermen's accounts, we're being told that there was writing on the inside of the craft. It says, a fisherman then noticed a lovely young lady, probably 18 or 20 years old. Her height was estimated to be 5 feet. The woman had red hair and brows, which appeared to be artificially lengthened with white extensions made from white fur or tiny white powdered textile, textile streaks. That is really strange. This peculiar appearance does not sound familiar to either Japanese or other historical descriptions of the 19th century. The lady's complexion had a pale pink tone. She carried a box in front of her, which she refused to allow anyone else to touch, and she wore rich expansive and smooth garments made of unfamiliar textiles. Well, these guys were familiar with a lot of textiles. I mean, you know, it, Japan was kind of known for that sort of thing, so I 
find it interesting that they describe these as unfamiliar textiles. You'd have to wonder what kind of clothing she was actually wearing. The woman began to talk, but no one could understand what she was saying. The local village elder was consulted and speculated that, that this woman could be a princess of a foreign realm who married in her country and, and that it was not, in fact, the first of these occurrences. Yeah. A very similar artifact what the woman had washed up on a nearby beach in the past. In this earlier incident, a little board with a human head pinned to it was discovered during this occurrence, with the earlier woman as protective of the head as this current visitor was of her box. Now that is really weird. A very similar artifact what the woman's head had washed up on a nearby beach this is in the past. It's almost like maybe these things are time travelers or something. It goes on and says, The village elders speculated that the woman might have been banished for marrying against her father's will and that her lover had been killed as a punishment. Investigating the woman and her boat further would have been difficult and time-consuming, and so the decision was made to carry the woman back to the Utrosonabune and let her drift away. Now this is bizarre. It almost seems to me like even in 1803 they were developing parallel narratives. You know, we have this... We have this kind of really solid case of this woman washing up in this UFO. And they describe how she looks and what she's carrying and how she's trying to communicate with them. And then they go and they consult the village elder who, who immediately throws in another, as far as I can see, completely unrelated narrative. Talking about, oh yeah, this has happened before. We had this person wash up and it had this, you know, a male's head attached to a, uh, a board of some kind as, as if, Maybe she was carrying along the execute, you know, the head of her executed lover, and this is probably probably an, another one of those cases. So you can see what's happened here. When they go to the authority figure, they simply couch it in terms of uh, their current culture. Doing that, they create a parallel narrative to debunk what's in front of their eyes. Same thing then, same thing today. It says, It is unclear whether the woman was actually returned to the floating craft. However, in some stories, she returns to her parent punishment and drifts away with the vehicles never to be seen again. In another story, the lady from the empty boat stays and grows old where she landed. However, nothing else is ever found out about Utsurabune. It seems a lot more likely that they would have returned her to her craft. It says, Was it a UFO? Tanaka Kazu, a professor of Kifu University of Japan is a leading researcher on the Tsurubune, of which several examples exist in Japanese history. Tanaka says he has started looking into the ship after Aum Shirikyo's cult's horrific subway sarin bombings in 1995. And then they're talking a little bit about that cult, how they believed in UFOs. And once again, you know, you can't miss a chance to slander or put people who are curious about the UFO phenomenon in bad light. So he says he was going, he got into the whole UFO thing, I suppose, looking for the uh, motives these, these, these crazy people have for trying to commit mass murder. He says he began presenting lectures on paranormal events through a scientific lens, which required him to gather a variety of materials for teaching. Uh, it goes on and says... Tanaka observed that the depiction of Utsurabuna made at the time resembled modern-day accounts of flying saucers. Well, we know this. However, Tanaka notes that the hopelessness of truly understanding what the villagers saw and what the, the Utsurabuna really was, no wreckage or alien remains survive the account to be analyzed, and all that was left was the ambiguous testimony of witnesses. And he goes on and says, there, there, 
are other there is other documentation about Isura Bueno sightings in Japan, such as the 1825 depiction in Horikata Zuhitsu and another and another on around the same time of Ushukuzaki. These texts these texts contain drawings of a circular disc-shaped craft of unknown manufacture, which look like nothing so much as flying saucers. Examinations into what these pictures portray began in 1845 and were carried out again in, 18, in 1925 and 1962. No conclusion, conclusive explanation has yet been provided as to what they may depict, and the debate continues. Well, you know, they don't look like anything that was made back then. It goes on, it says, uh, Kazuko Tanaka discovered and and researched two uncommon ink printings in 2010 and 2012. They had accounts of Itsuru Bune in 1977 that were extremely similar to those of the Hurai Kyushu, except they located the event somewhere else. You know, you have to wonder if maybe this this craft with this entity inside of it didn't happen to show up on a couple different beaches. It says, but could this be a lot of fuss over nothing? Uh, this historian responsible for the 1925 and 1962 studies of its points out that these circular boats have been common in Japan since ancient times. Only the Western-style elements, such as the glass windows and brazen defensive plates, give the Itsurubuna a foreign appearance. I don't agree with that. If you look at the illustrations of these things, they clearly have like a triangular-shaped bottom to them. Okay, they're they're saucer-shaped overall, but they have this dome on top, and then the bottom half is more like a triangular shape. It doesn't look anything like the uh, traditional Japanese round boats of that time. And it finishes up, it says, To the villagers who found the craft in 1803, the woman was certainly from another world, whether terrestrial or extraterrestrial one has never been conclusively proven. Well, to me, there's no, either the story is completely fake, or this is some sort of uh, alien entity. I can't even, I can't even entertain the idea that this would be uh, an actual human in this very strange uh, craft that was made of materials that they really didn't recognize that happened to float up on their shore. And the fact she didn't speak Japanese, um, the fact that she's carrying this white box, the way she, the way she handles herself. She was wearing clothes that says, in textiles they didn't recognize. So it, it's, it's kind of the old notion of trying to fit a square peg into a round hole. Either you take the story at face value and say, well, I believe it or I don't believe it or I think it's going to be possible. But I don't see any way that this thing would have an explanation that this was somehow a human in a traditional Japanese round bow. Until next time, this is UFO Warning. Over now.